interruption. Hello and welcome <laughs> to Pitch About It, where Josh will do it, be doing the introduction this week. Hello, I am Josh. And my co-host slash actual host, Dylan Cork. Hey! And we have our special guest today, Carly Christian. Ray Jepsen. Wow! Christian, tell us about your family. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> we got Christian here today, and we're just going to talk about some stuff. Yep. So. Neat. Well, Josh, you have a pitch for us this week? Indeed I do. Is it any good? I'm honestly pretty excited about this one. Great, because you're going to have to hold off for five minutes, because you have to do dating advice with Josh. Our newest segment. Well, oftentimes when I'm interested in a girl, I like to wait roughly six to 12 months before I say hi. Mm. After that initial contact, I'll consider chopping off the head of a horse and leaving it at her doorstep. That's typically how I get long lasting relationships. You know, I I, uh, I feel you on that one. I kind of oh, yeah? yeah, I kind of follow the same thing. Uh, except the six to twelve months, it's it's kind of more like three to four because I find a horse pretty quick. You know. Okay. To each his own. I mean, you know, the time frame is different, and it can even be different animals. Uh, I, my cousin used to use pigs, but that's typically the ideal way to attract women. Understandable. Jepson, transition time. Okay, Josh, your pitch. Go on. Alright, so several years ago, I remember seeing this YouTube clip called The Batman Complex. I'm not sure if any of you have seen it. No, I haven't until you showed it to me yesterday. <laughs> it I was today years old when you showed me. Mm. Well, for those of you that don't know, it was super popular. It was just this YouTube clip that made a trailer of something called The Batman Complex. And that How is... How popular? Um... It's been generated, like republished, like for five years now. Uh, I don't remember the exact views. And Mr. Person that created said YouTube video, please do not sue us for me referencing your video without giving you accreditation. I give you all the opportunity to sue us. I mean, maybe that's how we'll get more viewers. Exactly. <laughs> get our first lawsuit. <laughs> but yes, um, uh, a big up and coming thing after that YouTube clip was uh, something called the Batman complex to where they believed that Bruce Wayne was never actually Batman, but actually a victim that lost his mind and is currently in Arkham Asylum. Um, all of the villains represented like different aspects of his broken mind, and like Batman himself never actually existed. Interesting. The YouTube clip referenced Inception and different clips from the Christopher Nolan Batmans. I happen to love Christopher Nolan's Batman and Inception. And skinny, uh, skinny Christian Bale. And anorexic Christian Bale. Yeah. I don't even remember what movie that's from. <laughs> Jepson, you're a researcher today. You have to find out what movie that is. On it. <laughs> As he looks me dead in the eye, it doesn't look this <laughs> As my phone is still black. And not unlocking. Oh, you have locked yourself out. Oh! You're fired. <laughs> the big thing is this is the initial pitch we have begun for those of you who have not seen inception the concept is very simple in the sense of you plant a seed in a man's mind and then you let that seed grow into an idea 
and then the idea eats him. Basically, yeah. Christian's thoughts, just go watch it. 10 out of 10, recommend. 9.8 out of 10. Why? I don't know. I it's a great to... movie. Yeah. The concept is you can go into people's unconscious selves, visit them in their dreams, and plant different ideas. So using that same premise, uh, an old, old man, Alfred, is currently running Wayne Enterprises as the legal heir of Bruce Wayne, because Bruce Wayne is mentally inept and is currently in Arkham Asylum. Uh, but why? I, why? So why is he in Arkham Asylum? The reason why is his parents died. Oh, yeah. And unlike normal, traditional backstory to where he loses it, he actually loses it. From there... Oh, um, you're fine, Tepson. I found the movie. What's it called? The movie is called The Machinist. It's rated yes. R. Okay, came out cool. Moving 2004. on. It's a thriller drama. And yes, Christian Bale apparently lost over 30 pounds for the movie. But the question is, can we lose over 30 pounds for the podcast? I'm doing it Can right we now. gain 30 pounds for the podcast? All right, fundraiser. Make your donation today. If we get 25 subscribers, the four of us will gain 25 pounds. <laughs> we have 23. You're asking for two more to lose. I'm saying subscribers. I'm not saying viewers. Same thing. Entirely different. Wow! Just go. Just finish. <laughs> We're done. Thank you. Okay, so Alfred's getting older, and he's been running Wayne Enterprises, <clears throat> but now he's desperately trying to make one last attempt at saving Wayne's psyche because he was diagnosed with some sort of terminal illness. Classic answer is cancer. We want to be creative, we can be creative. But he reaches out to this team of specialists that's like, hey, we can try this you know, experimental doodad that lets us visit the man and his unconscious self. Very much Inception set like esque. Instead of the one business dude played by Scarecrow, it's Bruce Wayne. Yes, that's the way the YouTube clip does it. Obviously, I'm not just going to take everything from that YouTube. Except you are. <laughs> it's a beautiful clip. I would love just to make that into a movie, but in order not to get fired, I had to come up with something a little bit better. So this is when things are a little bit more abstract. Um, you have to think creatively or symbolically. You know what? Every time you make a reference to that video, I will put in a clip of that video. Every single time. <laughs> Freaking do it. I just got a notification of get the laundry. <laughs> I didn't set that in my laptop. Get the laundry now. Walk out of the room, get the laundry, come back with your laundry. Who is your laundry? Are you? Your laundry smells nice. It does. <laughs> We're two minutes into this pitch, and we've spent 20 minutes of filled time. So the big thing that is, I feel like it's going to be the real fun part, is we're going to flip the concept of instead of Batman and Joker and everyone being literal, they're all representations of Bruce Wayne's psyche. So first and foremost, Batman represents order. Bruce Wayne was convinced that after the death of his parents, knowledge and order was the only answer to overcoming this problem. Therefore, becoming Batman, you know, overcoming fear and master of punching people in the face. Um, bloody knuckles. Bloody knuckles. The premise of the movie is in order for Bruce Wayne to be free, he has to accept the fact that he cannot control the aspects of his life and embrace the unknown and therefore give up the idea of being Batman. Which is where the Joker comes into play. 
The Joker is the representation of the unknown. It's Batman, Bruce Wayne's fear of the fact that he doesn't know what's coming next, so it's often scary, dark, and destructive. Um, you could also spin it in the fact of, in the unknown, there's the sense of adventure and enjoyment. That's why he's a clown, but also it's dark and kind of twisted, so depends on how far you want to take it. So is this Pennywise the clown style, or...? I, I definitely would like to emphasize, on both Batman and Joker, the fact that they're not quite human. Okay. I think it would be a lot more fun to not have a Joker or a Batman like this at all. Did you ever play, um, did you play through all of Arkham Knight? Yes. Do you remember that end, uh, like, fear scene or whatever, where you're, I think you're playing as a Joker, and you're being surrounded by the statues of Batman? Yes. That so was, that. Yes. And that's where the, the interesting part comes in, and that's where the movie will actually progress, is Joker is actually the hero. Well, Batman is the one keeping Bruce Wayne in prison. But how do you get those scars? He's not Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, well. The Joker is actually trying to help Bruce by proving that the element of chaos will always be involved in his life, and trying to maintain control always is the problem. And my favorite part, I think that's really, really creepy, but also really cool, is the true antagonist of the film is Robin. Because Robin, you know, if you've read any comics or watched any movies, Robin is typically the last line of defense for Batman to, you know, stay as Batman. To stay sane. Stay sane, but... And but, not kill people. Right. That's why he's in the Teen Titans. Because he wants to make Batman go crazy. <laughs> wow! I just had an epiphany. <laughs> I just had a regular epiphany. What that is, is how epiphany works. That's how epiphany works. That's Shway. That's Shway! That's Shway! That's Shway! Dude, your picture's Shway. Okay, go on. If you can hear this, help me. Julio Nandez, if you can hear us. <laughs> Robin is the antagonist of the film because Robin is always trying to keep Bruce Wayne to stay as Batman but because of this concept Robin is keeping Bruce Wayne from moving on from accepting who he is in reality and embracing the fiction that is Batman so that's basically the premise is it's going to be this team of people helping Bruce Wayne recover. Batman isn't real, Robin isn't real, nor is Joker real. They're all different representations of his broken psyche. Now, is this team, like, specific characters from comic book or anything previously known? Um, that is open to interpretation. That was actually a question I was going to ask you guys. If we could figure out a way to make, like, a dream team, like, from DC Comics, that would be a lot of fun. Do you have any ideas off the top of your head? Jepson, start looking up character, the most obscure characters from DC Comics. We're going to use them all. On it. So, there's another portion that I wanted to offer, which I'm curious to hear your opinions on. Yes. The first obscure DC character <laughs> is the Zoo Crew. The, zoo, the entire Zoo Crew. What is the Zoo Crew? Give us a quick nutshell. Well, from this article I found on geek.com, everybody loves talking animals, right? Well, we love talking animals, at least. As such, we're big fans of the Zoo Crew, a superhero team residing on a parallel Earth called Earth-Sea. Wow. That's it? That's, no. Led by the brave superhero, <laughs> rabbit, Captain Carrot. Captain oh my Carrot. god. Is this... It's the zoo crew. I know what the zoo crew is now. Oh no. They protect a world of 
anthropomorphic animals like themselves, including plays on real-world famous people like Marlon Brando and Mallard Fillmore. Aside from Captain Carrot, the team also consists of characters like Yankee Poodle and Pig Iron. While they mostly stick to protecting Earth's sea, the zoo crew has been known to team up with proper DC heroes like Superman here and there. That's it. Okay. Okay. No questions asked. Dr. Mallard is going to be the main character of the Dream Team. Can we have... What about the Canterbury Cricket? (laughs) Continue. Oh, no. Can we have a scene when they try to go into Bruce Wayne's mind the first time they go into someone else's mind and they get the, what was it, the zoo crew. (laughs) And they're like, what is this? This is not the mind of a sane person. They just leave. I don't care whose mind. It can be the penguins. I don't care. Somebody. <laughs> no, the penguins makes the most sense. Go with penguin. We'll do the penguin. Okay, go on. The big transition. No. <laughs> stop smiling. We got another one. No, no. You're stopping right you're now. You're fired. Major bummer. Get out. <laughs> nope. Nope, I don't want to hear about the major bummer. Go okay. on, John. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're 30 minutes in. We still haven't gotten two minutes into the story. <laughs> well, now we're four minutes in. Yes. The big conclusion, which I feel like would not only be like dramatic and emotional, kind of scary, and also really cool for the comic book nerds, is just like an in Inception, in order for it to stick, so to speak, there needs to be some sort of clarification in the dream for it like the cast and the audience to be like oh shoot it worked mm-hmm. so I want it to be you know obviously we got two hours to get there but it's going to involve you know the Joker Robin and Batman all all talking and fighting at the same time mm-hmm. and then finally when everyone stops like we all turn to look at Bruce Wayne or Batman and see if you know it's stuck but right in the real world or in uh this is still all in okay. wonder because, you know, all three of them are present. All of the Dreamcast is there. Mm-hmm. Also, I like the name Dreamcast. I don't know why that's Dreamcast. There. You mean the Sega console from, <laughs> exactly. from the 90s? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the conclusion, the plot point, or whatever, is everyone's expecting Batman to turn, you know, Joker to help him realize that he embraced, you know, chaos and gave up the Batman or whatever. Maybe he had a couple laughs. He had a couple laughs. But... This whole time we were expecting Batman to turn, when in fact we get Robin that just starts maniacally laughing, like right after everything. And then, like the camera turns to him, and he's got his back to the camera. And like he turns around, and you see he's like Joker makeup and everything, and he's just laughing. And then, like, even though it's like super tense and super scary right there, that actually means it worked. And, you know, they come back to reality, and Bruce Wayne is sane again. Because Robin was the last, like, barrier. Robin was always the barrier that kept him from coming to the light. Which, this is the first question I want to ask you guys. Is, Batman's villains are always very symbolic. Like, they're always about how they can break Batman. That's literally Bane's character. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be, like, the dream sequence. That would be, like, the actual meat of the movie. (laughs) Is what villains do you want to try and break Bruce Wayne's mind down? The objective is to get him laughy again, right? Like, happy. Yes. That's why the Joker is the Joker, because he actually just wants him to be happy again. You're going to need to put a Harley Quinn in there, probably. 
it'd be difficult to maybe fit that in, but also it'd be so popular that you'd be able to get Very a true. lot of people on board with that too. Oh, if we could animate the Joker, we'll get we'll Mark get Mark Hamill. Hamill back. Yeah, no, get regular Mark Hamill in general, just regular. Mark if Hamill. we could have old man Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, Marcus Hamillus, if you are listening, we know you don't support anything that we do, but please, you should support this. Because I'm a young boy. Bring it to Lucasfilm. They don't own Batman, but that's okay. Don't do it. Try it. So we're looking for villains to suggest Jepsen. What are some favorite villains that you grew up watching? Grew up watching just in general. Batman related, of course. Oh, Rhino. Oh, wait. <laughs> Rhino! <laughs> Classic Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Bane isn't Bane. We're going to have a Rhino show up. <laughs> um, no, but... I mean, you mentioned Bane, though, and yeah, Bane's pretty legit. And I'm talking, you know, the Bane that's in the newer movies. I'm not much of a movie watcher, but I have seen the first of the the Christian Bale era. The Tom Hardy's Bane. Yeah. Yes, yes it yes. is Tom Hardy. Okay. Surprisingly, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, as uh, Mr. Shway here knows, I mm. grew up watching Batman Beyond, yes. and that Bane was something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. That was like, disturbing, honestly. Wasn't he the, old and dying in that scene? Yeah. Yeah, he, got he, he but the fact that his little, like, lab scientist co... No, not co-worker. Care worker. <laughs> co-worker, care worker. <laughs> Same. Uh, continued and even put it to, like, that the, the drug was in what they called a slappy. Sla- or a slapper. <laughs> yeah, it was a slapper. It was a slappy. <laughs> slappy. <laughs> Hey, you want a slappy? You want some death sticks? <laughs> you want some death sticks? Jay Josh, you want a slappy? Ooh, that's good. Ooh. Slappy. <laughs> Could that be a scene of this movie too? <laughs> Just looks over at Bruce Wayne. You want a slappy? You want a slappy? DJ's thoughts, do you want a slappy? Uh, <laughs> We're gonna edit so much. <laughs> Okay, I have been developing, and I'll try to make it perfect. Um, So the gist here is that is Bruce Wayne insane because he doesn't know that he's upset about his trauma, and he's denying essentially. I'm open to discussion. I because my idea would be bring the Riddler, Mm -hmm. but through the case of riddles. So the Riddler is Bruce's mind trying to rationalize that he can get better and through the device of riddles like I said try to show himself is Bruce trying to show himself that you're not well right okay because the way I've been seeing it I've been seeing it as a joker doing that exact same thing essentially not through riddles but through comedy so the way I picture it is the dream the dream cast wait wait wait, wait. the way I see it oh, sorry I didn't do an Come exit on. DJ I liked your thoughts DJ the initial idea I was thinking is the only characters, the only villains that are actually part of the story is the Joker. The Joker is in Batman's mind, is in Bruce Wayne's mind, but the Dreamcast are creating villains. Oh, so, so I would say that using the Riddler would actually be a really cool way. You could actually use, um, I already forgot his real name. Edward Nigma? Yeah, you could have Edward Nigma as one of the cast, and his route to try and help 
Bruce Wayne recover is the Riddles. DJ. Is the Dream Team people on the outside trying to help Bruce Wayne? Yes. Okay, so Nygma would, in Bruce's mind, be his villain Correct. thing. So that'd be normal. So would the rest of the but guys. But the Joker is the only one that's made up by Bruce as a counterpart? Mm-hmm. Correct. Then who's Robin? Also made up Robin. by Bruce? Robin, Bruce Wayne's Batman, and the Joker are all three Bruce Wayne. So, okay. to clarify, Batman's representing Bruce Wayne himself. Robin's representing the, like, denial or the trying to stay unwell with mentally with what happened to his parents and the he Joker. He wants comfort and consistency. And the Joker is trying to bring sanity back to him. Bring the life back into him. Yes. Yes. So, theoretically, I was thinking we could have Scarecrow, mm-hmm. Bane, and the Riddler. I actually really like these concepts because it could be the three routes of what each of the contributors think mm-hmm. would work. You could intellectualize it and try and explain it to Bruce Wayne, but it only comes out in riddles. You can try drugs, which obviously would be Scarecrow, and just see if it's a chemical imbalance. Or, last but not least, you could either do Two-Face or Bane, and just try and muscle it out, just force him to get better. What if you brought in another character that's like, perhaps in like another sidekick of Batman? Okay. Like Nightwing, Batgirl, something along those lines. You bring them in, essentially to be like, more like, hey, I'm on your side, actually. I'm not one of the villains, I'm not one of your opponents. I'm on your side, and they attempt that route as well. Okay. So he could even be more like a Dr. Watson to a Sherlock Holmes for him to bounce there off of when he's okay. figuring out things. Okay. He's already got a Robin, but the Robin is also his subconscious, so it's not going to figure everything out the same way. There An actual individual. Like the same way they did it in uh, Inception when they or kidnapped the guy. And they're like, hey, did you actually see the guy? And they start tricking him with and mentally. Okay, but I like he's that. On, on his side. DJ's thoughts. Yeah, DJ. All right, so... Um, you could do at a part where Batman or Bruce Wayne's mind kind of figures out what they're trying to do, so then they become a villain. So I was thinking of a character that has comically been both. So what about Jason Todd? Jason Todd. Ooh, whenever Jason he Todd goes to help Batman, he's the Red Robin or whatever it is. What is uh, it? He's his regular Robin. Well, yeah, but there already is a Robin. So what was it when he comes back and he's fine? The the Red Hood. He becomes the Red Hood. No, because that's, that's what I would make his bad guy part, but what's... Yeah, no, he's originally Robin. There is no alternative after that. Oh, well, then who's that other guy? That Robin? is uh, that's Tim Drake. Th- is that his name, though? Yeah, everybody. Like, with the black mask with mm-hmm. the red suit? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. But you could even was. do that in this scenario. Disclaimer to the audience, I'm not as DC fluid as Quirk, I but like, I still... <laughs> I like that, man. So that would be my idea. As DJ. The... He's gone. He's disappeared. He's gone. He's disappeared. Where did he go? Into the void. Oh, no. I was thinking, along with that Jason Todd idea that the Majestic DJ disappeared with, I, I originally thought you were going to end it with Robin's death, like the Robin in the story was actually Jason Todd, and you have Joker murdering Jason Todd as the signification that he has defeated that right. part of Bruce Wayne. And so while, as comic book readers, that was like a morbid, like shocking thing we saw, it's actually a positive thing in this reverse scenario. Correct. That's what I originally thought you were going to do. Yeah, it depends on the rating but, we want to make it. Because yeah. if we could have that gritty crowbar, mm. as like it's a golf club this time. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is just a, a random thought I had. I feel like it might make the story too complicated. But what if, in reality, the Valcone family pays off one of the Dream Cast, 
And, like, they're just like, all right, I don't care what happens. Just make sure Bruce Wayne doesn't get better. For the listeners who don't know the Falcone family, the Falcone family is just a mafia group in Gotham that basically is part of the corruption in Gotham. Proceed, Joshua. Yes. In addition to all the complicated things going on in the unconscious, in reality, Alfred hired these people to save Bruce Wayne's mind, but there's one person in the group that's just destined to ruin everything. Mm -hmm. That's how we could actually have the Jason Todd transition of a good Robin to a villain, or something like that. DJ's DJ. I got, if I'm majestic, I gotta like whoop in, you know. So, oh, DJ, do you want a sound effect? But yeah, you're never, but you're never gonna, you know, crack in. <laughs> <laughs> so since Whoa. everybody on Batman's side is a part of Bruce Wayne, how would his mind justify <laughs> letting an outside source be a good guy? They kind of do it in a what's it called Inception. Like they just—it's the layers of the mind. Speaking of which, will you go more layers than just the first? Or is it just a one layer It depends system? on how far we want to apply the Inception concept. Some people could argue and say that's not being creative, but, I mean, Inception's the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. I mean, if we get Nolan back, which I feel like Nolan could do well, this would be it. Hey, Chris, if you're if you're ever listening... Hey, Knowles. Hey, 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 Mr. Nolan. Hey, come, come, hear my, hey, come hear my movie idea. It'll be good times. I hope you you go to any like interview that way. <laughs> I'm gonna make you do an entire pitch like that just so you know. <laughs> okay, so the last question then. Um, let's talk casting, cause okay. I want in my mind I want Batman and Joker and even Robin to like be completely different. I don't want any former movie representation. I see a lot of uh, pushes for Army Hammer to be Batman. I just, I just saw that recently in talks right now with DC. Really? Yeah. I just saw a man from Uncle where he plays a tall Russian man. Well, he could be tall Russian Batman. He could be tall Russian Batman. And Duh. I could dig it. How about you, Jepson? You've been silently observing. Because we have a full cast full of people. I would like <clears> to have, you know, three or four members of the dream cast. Mm. Well, Morgan Freeman could be the Joker. <laughs> that would be so weird, but so cool. <laughs> Right. <laughs> if Mark Hamill falls through, we'll get Morgan Freeman to be the Joker. Who's the... Um, how old is the kid who played that one kid in uh, Iron Man 3? Oh, the kid from Jurassic Park? Or is Jurassic, Jurassic World? World? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Is he old? Like, how old is he now? He's pretty young. Because I was wondering, like, if we could get him to be uh, Robin. There we go. By the time this gets popular, he'll probably be 18. Yeah. So I, uh, when I said I'll get back to you, I was looking up obscure Batman villains. Oh my gosh! And uh, we have here, Kite Man, the man who can fly anything. <laughs> that is all. DJ, all right. Ah, where did you come from? Where did you go? The anomaly. I told you, you went to the void. As a Suggestion yeah. because I had an actor in mind but I couldn't remember his name so I googled it. For uh, Robin, he, he is he no. is slightly <laughs> old but he can play that boyish part. Uh, Logan Miller, this man who has uh, been in Scout's Guide to oh, the yeah. Zombie Apocalypse or whatever that movie's called. Yeah, he he looks like a Nightwing um, casting honestly. Well, and he's been in other things. He's been in a little bit of The Walking Dead. That guy, I like him. Charlie Cox as the Riddler. Ooh, yes, Daredevil. 
Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> and he's disappeared. Back into the void. Where did he go? So, ignoring you, <laughs> Charlie Cox is Riddler. Charlie Cox, whatever that actor or that DJ said before going into the void, mm -hmm. would be an excellent Robin. What? Oh, him. <laughs> Charlie Cox is Robin. I went, what? Scratch everything. Charlie Cox as Batman. Charlie Cox mm -hmm. as the Joker. Charlie Cox I don't wanna, as Robin. I don't want to legitimately hijack everybody from the Marvel Netflix, but you could get um the Kingpin guy for Bang. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. Like, you'd be a little bit of a thick boy, but I think we could do it. We could go thick. If we're doing, like, the mask, like, luchador bang, you might be able to pull it we off. We need the thickest of boys. You just need me to play that. Dave Bautista. I would mm. have him be my bane. Before I got interrupted, that's what I was going to say. What was that? Did you hear something? Must, must have been cut out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because we do have Carly Rae Jepsen in studio with us. Hey, today. I just met you. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> this is crazy! <laughs> okay, so we've got, how many characters do we already have cast at this point? We have a Batman, we have a Robin. I wouldn't mind having either voice overing the Joker with Mark Hamill, and it could be legitimately any Yahoo. Or it can just be Mark Hamill. If it could be Mark Hamill himself, I'd be down with that. Mm. At Hamill himself. Here's an idea. Harrison Ford. As the Joker. Voiced over by Mark Hamill. I hate it. And so does Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford hates everything. <laughs> I know. As the film progresses, we can easily find more actors that are interested. But, that is everything I've thought of. I genuinely think it would be a great movie. Depending on whatever actor we could get, or uh, director we could get. Hopefully Nolan. Nolan would be ideal. Guy Ritchie. Um, I've grown rather fond of his style. Mm. Uh, who's, who's the director of the game? He's good. Uh, do you remember? Was it David Fitch? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, we got our Google analyst Jepson on it. Carly Ray. Carly Ray, what you got? Come back to me. I will go back to you. <laughs> we will wait for you to come back. There's a beautiful cut. thing called... Yeah, I'll we'll just cut the silence. What's what's the movie? The game. Uh, um, Michael Douglas is in it. Ding, ding, the 1997. Ding, ding, ding. Mm -hmm. It is directed by... Oh, who's it directed? David Fincher. I was right. You were right. Yeah, he's good. <clears throat> September 12, 1997. Now, realistically, do you think this could... I don't think this would work with as an actual, like, real-life... Movie with audiences because it would confuse the junk out of them. So maybe a DC animated. Mm. I would allow an animated, but also. I think this lends itself to the live action, actually. I would give 10 years that way the DCU will officially die because it will mm. die. Wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is an opportunity for something fresh and new to come into play that's not connected to anything. If it is confusing, just like every Christopher Nolan movie, you have to rewatch it. Yeah, I think I think we've gotten to the point, especially with all these Marvel movies coming out and whatnot, that people are aware enough of all this information. If they're not, they know to Google. Like, especially with the amount of internet we have, we don't really get confused by anything. And if you are confused, like at least a month later, IGN's gonna come out on Snapchat like ten things <laughs> you missed from this movie. Oh IGN. 
so it'll probably be fine, honestly. Well, that is my pitch. Currently titled the Batman Complex, Complex Complex, featuring Complex? the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast. For next segment, after your stupid pitch, what will you be watching this week, and what did you watch last week? Can be a movie, show. Jefferson, what did you watch? or read, or do anything this week, and what do you plan to watch in the upcoming week? So, I'm a complicated guy. And what I mean by complicated, I mean I'm very simple. Mm. I don't really watch TV or movies that much, as I said earlier. But Why did we have this guy come on our show? I can tell you. We just want a third person. I have been been playing the heck out of Microsoft Flight Simulator. And let me tell you why. What year is it? Is it just... Doesn't doesn't have a year on it. You mean place? Oh, coming from like you know Washington D.C. to like Moscow, Russia, flying a big old seven forty seven. Dang, that sounds like a nice iPhone. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm watching the plane fly over the ocean, so that's my TV show. Mm. Mm. Truly inspiring. Do you plan to do more of this in the upcoming week? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Great. <laughs> what did you read and watch and do this week? Recently this week, I had watched Man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier uh, Guy Ritchie. I am, he did the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. Um, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I loved that movie so much. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Okay, go, 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 go. Three, two, one. I genuinely loved Man from Uncle because of just the actors were good with Henry Cavill and Army Hammer, which still sounds like an amazing name. Hmm. But it was a genuinely fun movie, and I hope to. Man from Uncle was a great movie, and what I plan on seeing next. I had recently heard about the Metro games. Um, I also recently found out that it was a book series, so I'm probably going to at least try one of the books and maybe play the new game when it comes out. It's interesting how you've learned all this recently. It's all recent. Mm. As in today? As in literally a certain time and a certain place. It's as if a voice from the void spoke. Shut up, voice from the void! Shut up! That concludes our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. I what I watched, which was nothing so as <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. As you can see, we're still currently trying to find a third co-host. If you've got any like, suggestions for that, that'd be great. We've got Jepson for a day, but he knows nothing. Christian Jepson was a great candidate, but unfortunately, we're still on the cast. I mean, I'd love the pitching. Uh, shut up. We, don't, we still can't find just, anybody. Just, I want to permanently be in existence. No. <laughs> That reminds me. <laughs> that reminds me, we still are looking for a third. Yep. Thanks for yeah. listening. I've been Dylan. This is Josh. Yeah. That's Jepson. That's Carly Ray Jepson for you guys. Peace out. <laughs> you know what? We're going to edit this anyway, so I might as well. Everyone just stretch uh, out of Get the sillies out. <laughs> <laughs>
Did y'all ever watch that Yo Gabba Gabba episode where they're like, let's get the sillies out? Is this is You're the topic, only man. one who watched Yo Gabba You know Gabba. what? But Do that makes me like cool. Like Can we have in credit scenes to this podcast where we just have these little edits? <laughs> I'll always have like 30 seconds of extra content. Yes.